It's Friday foreplay. Say what? How you doing? Oh, we did it. We got to the end of the week. Oh, fantastic. Glad you made it. Thank you for listening to the Friday foreplay on the Master Boy Show podcast. And today it's Kiss. It's Kiss Mania. The Kiss Army is coming out in droves because Kiss, they've been on this tour for years. It's the final goodbye. What is it? End of the road tour. That's what it is. And, um, you know, as a fan of KISS, I have been following, well, you can't help it, it pops up in the algorithm, but yeah, they've been on this tour for years. So I kind of thought, okay, well this is just going to go on until one of them is injured or passes away, I don't know, you know? Or like how Jay-Z says he's retiring and then he comes out of retirement. But uh, yeah, uh, it was announced, I think this week, that uh, KISS is playing Winnipeg and in their final shows before they actually come to the end of their tour. Uh, their last show being in New York City, they have two shows at Madison Square Garden. And they say it's 10 blocks away and 50 years from their first performance as a band, which I think is pretty cool. So um, I thought I would share a video I was just stumbled upon on Vimeo of Kiss playing the, I guess, the Winnipeg Arena from 1985. And we'll get to that in a sec, but I wanted to say something else. I say I'm a fan, but let me let me stress, I'm I haven't been a fan over the 50 years, okay? It was one they were one of the first bands I ever got into. My friend's older brother had the albums and the posters, and I think you know, it, there could be there's I think either the those albums hooked me or it could have been Kiss Meets the Phantom. I was at that right at that perfect age where if you don't know the movie Kiss Meets the Phantom, they go to an amusement park, uh, they're scheduled to play like some bullshit festival, and then, um, but then uh, the animatronics creator is evil and he makes duplicates of the original Kiss, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Peter Chris, Ace Freely, and they wreak havoc on the park and Kiss is blamed. But the funny thing about that is in the movie, they all have superpowers, like Gene is super strong and Paul shoots a laser out of his eye and, and uh, where he can like, oh, he can hear from far away. <laughs> and then Peter is just like a cat. You know, that's his thing. Ace, he talked funny. <laughs> he had that high-pitched voice and that New York accent that won't quit. And I have to admit, I, I thought maybe they had superpowers. I was that young. Yeah, that young. But I, I became a fan. I bought all. I bought the albums. Me and my sister Rhonda would play Kiss, where we'd you know have like a cardboard box as an amp and the homemade guitar, and we'd you know play along to the music. It was they were they were awesome. They're great. I was all in. I had the albums. I had the posters. I dressed up for Halloween as uh, Peter Chris. He was my favorite, the Catman had the poster of Peter Chris on the wall, bought the, the actual, well not an action figure, like a Barbie doll of Peter Chris, which is probably worth millions of dollars right now. Should've got rid of that. But I was gonna say once the makeup came off, then uh, I kind of dipped out, but really it was when Peter and Ace left the band, I, I was just like, I didn't get the whole deal with Eric Carr coming in with the Fox, although he was pretty cool. And then um, the other dude with the, Egyptian symbol? I don't know. I don't know. And then they changed with the times and went from rock to hair metal and then back to rock. Whatever. I always appreciated KISS. Wasn't necessarily the biggest fan. Although I did see them live in Toronto uh, 20 years ago. Let's just maybe 25 years ago when they had their original reunion. If you remember uh, Peter and Chris edit in. Peter and Ace 
Ace, not Peter and Chris. Peter, Chris, Ace Freely. God damn it, piss me off. And it's out. Came back for a year or two to, for touring, and I uh, was lucky enough to go to that show. It was the bomb, fantastic show. You gotta love Kiss. You gotta love and respect what they've done for rock and roll and marketing. They slapped that Kiss logo on everything from cupcakes to coffins. How about that? Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to share this video I found of them from 1985. Now, of course, their makeup is off here, but the energy is wow. I'm gonna play it right now. Hold on just a second, start her up, and I'll just talk over it. Here we go, Kiss rising from beneath the stage up in front of the Kiss logo. Arms high in the air, Kiss power. Here we go. You know it's coming. Yes, I do. Really? Whoa, censored. He said the F-bomb. All in sync, like the 80s heavy metal. <laughs> this is such a great song. Anyway, so um, I'll just let it play while I talk about it. So, as I said, the end of the road tour is coming to Winnipeg. It's the last 10 shows that KISS will ever play. And I was wondering, you know, Winnipeg is a KISS city. I'm sure they've been here many times. Uh, not, you know, every year or every tour, but they definitely make, make it a point of coming here. And I think one of the reasons is, for their very first tour supporting their very first album, KISS played in Winnipeg February, February 8th, 1974. It was their third touring show ever. Edmonton was first, Calgary was second, Winnipeg was third. It's weird that they have their first tour start in, in Canada. Isn't that crazy? But they played Taché Hall at the U of M. I bet you tickets were like $2. <laughs> and so maybe it's a little homage to the early days of, of Kiss where they thought, you know what, we're just going to go back to, to we're going to do a, a quick a quick jump to Canada before we go to the Madison Square Garden and end the whole thing 50 years later at, uh, yeah, for two nights, over two nights. And this footage from March 9th, 1985 must have been because they're not wearing makeup, and it's just great to see the energy. Paul's jumping around, flying his ass off. Gene, of course, is still doing his shtick, even though he doesn't have the demon face mask on. <laughs> they went from, like, costumes to, like, bondage gear, <laughs> as all 80, 80s hair metal was, you know? And it's also so funny, you know, him sticking out his tongue and all that. With just, it's just a regular guy, Gene, <laughs> sticking out his tongue. But he's jumping around, too. He's not stationary. If you watch Kiss on Howard Stern, uh, I believe from this month, they don't do a lot of that. But of course, they're not, they're not in front of a crowd of like 3,500 people. I'm sure the energy would change a lot of things. Uh, the drummer at this point is Eric Carr, rest in peace Eric Carr, uh, who was the Fox, but he's not wearing makeup. But it's also so funny because at this show, he's engulfed in his drums. You just see his head <laughs> around cymbals and, and tom-toms. <laughs> so funny. Like, it looks like the drums are eating him. Oh, here comes the wicked solo. And Gene's so happy. He's throwing picks into the crowd, trying to pump them up, clapping his hands, doing that money gesture. Hey, give me some money. <laughs> give me your money. <laughs> it's awesome. Let me pull the mic a little closer. I hope it's not too loud. Um, yeah, let's just enjoy it for a little bit. No, no, it's a podcast. i got to keep talking. What else did I want to say about it? 
yeah, the, the, the new show coming. Am I going to go? No. <laughs> I'd love to go, of course, but it's going to be modern day ticket prices. So I imagine, holy shit, it's going to be hundreds of dollars to get back row bleacher seats. So I probably won't go. I went 20 years ago, so I'm very happy. I saw Kiss uh, with the original members. I'm always like, that's why I kind of want to remember them, right? But this show is going to be banging. Oh, my God. It's going to be out of sight. People are going to dress up. It's going to be one hell of a good time. So uh, I'm a little jealous of people that are going to go. I'll tell you that. Because they're just phenomenal. It's really amazing what they've created. So, you know what? Oh, and then, of course, what? Fireworks. You can hear the explosions going. This is the ending. Have I said the link will be at uh, the SoundCloud and then on Twitter? Join the Mantle My Shot, Capital M, Capital B, Capital M, Ani Shot on Twitter, and you can uh, throw up a link to this video. Uh, let's check out, see if the tickets are available, see what those prices are. Okay, end of the road tour. This is on Ticketmaster. Kiss, end of the road tour. Tickets, November 15th, 2023. Uh, I'm waiting, waiting. Pretty good fast one. Oh, next sale, the next sale will begin on March 6th at 10 a.m. Three days, two hours, 38 minutes, 35 seconds. But I want to know how much they are. Show all pre-sales. Oh, God, okay. On sale to the general public starts March 10th. Oh, okay, so if you... <laughs> March 6th is if you're a KISS Army Fan Club pre-sale, then there's the Fun Club Bundle pre-sale. I don't know what that is. VIP packages pre-sale, official platinum pre-sale, front of the line by American Express, they always have a handle on, on and Live Nation pre-sale, all access pre-sale, VIP package public on sale, official platinum is seven days, wow, what are the chances of some schlub just calls on the same day and gets front row, never, not a chance, no freaking way, and that's another reason why I don't like these shows, because you know, I don't want to go jump the hurdles and go through the hoops of trying to get a good seat when, when you're not signed up for all this stuff and then they just make you sign up and I'm like I don't, I'm not too interested I like the intimate clubs I like the bars I like the I want to be close and upfront and personal with these guys and that's just ain't gonna happen but at the same time I've enjoyed the tragically hip show from way back in the bleachers so it's, it's, it'll be a good time and I'm jealous of everyone who's gonna go <laughs> so have fun with your kiss buddies on uh, November 15th, coming to Winnipeg, one last time, end of the world, end of the road, world tour, end of the world road tour, or you could go that way. Okay, that's about so much. Uh, two shows twice a week, Tuesday, Tater, Friday, Foreplay. Go to soundcloud.com. We got a whole bunch of, we got a wackadoodle episodes happening there. You go to the playlist, you can find interviews with uh, Manitoba's top talent. Got interviews coming up. Lots of fun surprises. Uh, join the patreon.com slash Moore and you get an extra show on Sundays uh, for as little as a dollar. You can support the channel, support the show, support me, help me buy my Robbins coffee. Huh? You thought I'd forget I'd mention Robbins, right? Uh, it's because I'm not drinking it right now. It's a shame. I ran out. That's my problem when you love Robbins. You run out all the time. I should really stock up. Anyway, later. Burger. Bye. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so I had to go in and edit, so I, I was thinking all day. I wonder how many times KISS actually has played Winnipeg. So I was doing a little searching, and I came across the KISS Concert History Archive. KISSConcertHistory.com. And they have a listings of not only every state in America, they have uh, Canada. And you can. they have a list of all the times they played throughout their 50 years in Canada. 
So let's read them off. I already told you about uh, the University of Manitoba, Winnipeg, 1974, their third live touring show. But then they came back on May 16th and played the Centennial Concert Hall. So back to back live, but it was a couple of months in between. So you had two in 1974. And then in 1976, April 28th, Winnipeg Arena. They upgraded to the arena and then they stayed there for a while because the next time they played was that 1985 clip that I played and that you saw if you click the link uh, at do for follow on the Facebook and the Twitter. Next, 1988, March 5th, Winnipeg Arena. I sense a pattern. And then uh, when did they come back? And then they came back in... Oh yeah, 1997. They played two dates at the Winnipeg Arena, April 29th and April... 30th. So that's a grand total of seven shows. This final show will be number eight. Throughout the 50 years, Kiss has played Winnipeg eight times. And why not? We are Winnipeg Rock City. Okay, bye.